Hey everyone, it's Echo Taylor Appleby, your fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle coach. And I'm here to drop some knowledge bombs the way I do with my clients on how to get your shit together. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. This is the Boss Digest Podcast and ready for the knowledge bombs. Hey everyone, it's Echo and we're back for episode 10. We are in double digits now. My procrastinating and anxiety little blob of a human is so proud of myself. (laughs) Uh, Today, I'm going to go over five tips for being a good client. My last podcast was all about choosing the right coach, but I have some tips that can help you get the most out of your training with your coach and kind of give you a little insight into what it's like being a coach with clients and how you can make this relationship the best for both of you. I want to give a shout out to my gals, Kayla and Mallory. They are two of my clients and they just started their own podcast called What's the Buzz? Life from Behind the Hive. Uh, They work at Honeycomb Salon here in Corvallis and they started their own podcast and they are clients of mine as well. And also I use their services too and they are the best. They are a hairdresser and an esthetician. Kayla does lashes like nobody else and Mallory's balayage skills are fucking phenomenal. Um, I mean, you can probably see it from some of my pictures now back now. But I'm bringing them up because not only am I super proud of them, but they gave me this idea for this podcast because they are going to do one over uh, how to be a great client to your stylist. And I thought, you know what? I got some tips for how to be a good client for my personal training and nutrition coaching clients. So here's my list for you, and I hope that you take something from this and get even more out of your coaching relationship moving forward. My number one tip is coming from the last podcast, which is pick the right coach. If you haven't listened to that episode, you can go back and listen to that after this, but it's all about making sure that from the very beginning, the person you're choosing to coach you, whether it be a personal trainer or a nutrition coach or a lifestyle coach or a business coach, that you are clear on the methods in which they use to coach, their beliefs behind coaching and with clients, Uh, they are clear about the way they communicate, and that you know what you're getting yourself into. Because you need to be sure that your personalities meld, that you're on the same page about your goals, because if you don't start with this, well, the rest of the relationship is not going to go very well. So be sure that you're an advocate for yourself and you choose the best coach for you, not just the person with the most followers or the person that your friend chose or the person that's the most ripped or the person that has the most degrees. Uh, choose somebody that has the combination of what you're looking for and that you really feel safe communicating with because that's going to be the basis on which you build the rest of these things on. So moving to my next tip, number two, would be communicate. So once you find this person that you feel like you really want to build this relationship with, you like what they're about, you're digging their vibe, you get along, you have a consult either on the phone or in person or via email, and you've been following them on social media, or you love their articles that they're posting, well now once you know kind of how this person operates, you have to be in charge of being sure 
that you know the level of communication they need from you and that you need from them, and then you need to stick to that. So you need to be clear with them what you need. You need to be clear with them what you like and dislike, and I mean, nobody likes burpees, so we get it, but I mean, you need to be upfront with them about the fact that maybe when you know that you have to track your food in a phone app, you get obsessive and you're worried about that. You need to communicate with them if you've had knee problems or if a certain movement bothers you or it just makes you feel really disempowered or if um, running is really like the worst thing you could ever do and you'd prefer a different type of cardio. So the more you can communicate with us, the more we can customize a program for you. So I've been working with clients for a long time and everybody has their things that they love and that they dislike and there's going to be some things you just kind of have to fucking do no matter what. You're just going to have to lift weights if you want to see change in your body composition and you're going to have to, you know, choose good foods most of the time even if you'd prefer to eat pizza for every meal. I feel your girlfriend, we're all there, but there's just really inherent things you're going to have to do. And it's up to you to communicate to your coach uh, when you feel like things are going great and when they're not going great. So on that note, you have to be the one to tell your coach when you're struggling because we can try to check in with you as much as possible. We can try to feel out your emotions and after a while we can get a pretty good vibe for depending on the type of responses we get or the body language we see how somebody is doing. But it's really up to you to let us know like, hey, these last few weeks, I felt like dog shit. I don't know if it's the kind of workouts we've been doing. I don't know if it's the pressure to reach this goal. What can we do to kind of get me back on track? What can we do to realign my focus on my overall goal? Because I'm fucking dragging ass and this feels awful. Because I'll tell you the few times that I've lost clients is usually when they are afraid to communicate with me that they're struggling or they're embarrassed that they're struggling. And It doesn't give me the opportunity to let them know like, you know what? It happens to all of us. Not one size fits all. There's so many routes and tracks and different approaches we can take to your healthy lifestyle that if you communicate that to me, I have the knowledge base and the experience to find a way to make you feel like a badass again and get you rolling to where you feel successful. Because if you're not feeling successful, you're going to quit. If you're not seeing tiny goals or setting tiny goals and watching yourself progress in any facet, even if it's just you've progressed in your consistency, you're more likely to discontinue and backtrack. So communicating and being upfront with your coach is going to be crucial. One of my favorite online clients, and I'm sure she won't mind that I mention her name. Her name is Chelsea. And she is a rock star. She kicks ass. But the great part is, now that I've been training her for a while, it's actually the second round of training I've done with her. Because the first time, she was the first to admit that she just kind of didn't do much of what I sent her. She was a part of my group fitness, and she still is. Um, But she just felt like it wasn't her place to communicate with me or ask me a ton of questions. And so once she got a little behind, it was kind of just like, well, shit, like this is kind of embarrassing. I don't really want to admit that I haven't done much. But when she came back to me and told me that, I let her know, girl, 
Text me anytime. Give me all the details. I want to know your accomplishments. I want your check-ins each weekend to be detailed and tell me, even if it was like, this fucking sucked, I didn't do anything, I want you to tell me that. Because when you are not afraid to communicate with me, I can help you even more. So even on your bad weeks, I want you to fill me in. So having that open communication and understanding how much communication is okay with your coach, that's going to help you so much in the long run. My third tip for being a good client is trust the process. This shit takes time. Changing your habits takes a lot of time. We are ingrained sometimes, even most of the time, subconsciously in the way we do things. We just have a cue, we act, there's a reward, that's a big cycle, we do that. Well, to change that process takes a lot of practice. So, You need to trust the process that when you are given a certain amount of tasks, a certain amount of workouts, a certain goal for your nutrition or your business, that you hired your coach because of their knowledge, their personality, their ability to get other people, and you've seen the testimonials, to their goals. So you need to trust that they have you on the right track. You hired them. You're paying them. So The last time I had a coach, who is now my husband, um, we started dating after he was no longer my coach, but I had coached myself for bodybuilding competitions, and I was kind of exhausted from doing that. So I hired Zach, my husband, um, to be my nutrition coach for my competing, and I promised myself that I was just going to do the dance, and I was going to follow what he said because I knew he was brilliant. I knew he got great results with other people. I loved his rapport. I loved the way he communicated with me, and he took me very seriously. He didn't belittle me, so I was like, you know what? I have no reason but to just trust what he gives me, and that takes the pressure off of me. So I always say, don't fuck with your variables. So I followed what he told me every single week and the results came. And you know what made it especially great was I knew that if I followed what he said and I didn't fuck with anything, that if something got messed up, it was his job to fix it. It was not on me. I was doing exactly what he said and I wasn't messing with my variables. I wasn't changing things. So there was no guilt in my mind if anything didn't go right. I was like, fix it, coach. So it's a little bit different with my clients where I'm going to give you all of the tools and I'm going to be there as your resource. So if you aren't seeing results, but you also aren't doing what I have provided for you, what I've given for you uh, to do and follow out, well, you're just messing with your variables. So it's going to be a little bit longer of a process. But if you can do all the things that I'm giving you that you hired me to give you and help you out and take advantage of all those resources, well, the process is going to happen quicker. But you need to trust that the process is set up for you to succeed. If you mess with your variables or if you're only doing half of the work or if you decided maybe I don't want to eat that healthy all the time, well, then that's okay. You just have to understand that the progress will match that. So you need to trust in the fact that your knowledgeable coach has built a program around your lifestyle that you've stated, around your goals that you've stated, and that it will eventually get you there. The time it takes might be a little bit longer than you'd like, but 
as long as you do the things that you're given that correlate with the goals you've stated, it'll happen. You just have to be okay with the length of time maybe differing from this magical instant gratification thing that you had set. So trust the process. Know that things will happen if you're doing all the right things and you're not sabotaging yourself and you've hired a good coach. So back to number one. As long as your coach isn't a douchebag and they're smart and they actually know what they're doing, you're going to be pretty okay. Number four. This one, ah, this one though, don't be an energy vampire. So we are giving you our all, hopefully, hopefully, back to all that last stuff I just said, hopefully your coach is giving you uh, all that they have said that they are going to give you and that you agreed upon. But understand that we typically have a lot of clients. We have a lot of people that trust us to help them. And if every single time we see you or hear from you or check in with you, it is something negative to say or you're pissed about something or you hated this workout or you're sick of having to eat healthy or life is just so hard, you don't want to go to the gym, it's too cold out, this person was a dick to you and made you miss your workout, and it's just too hard. You know what? It's exhausting to hear that all day or from the same person all the time. Uh, As I like to say, shit or get off the pot. You do the dance or you just fucking stop because... There are so many people out there that are grateful to have somebody that has their back and helping them, and they are giving us all of their energy and their positivity, and they are wanting to see that back from us. So if you're just sucking that out of us by maybe it's you come in and I have a training session with you, and the first thing you say is like, I didn't want to get up this morning. This is awful. I don't really want to be here. Well, fucking thanks, first of all. Like, I'm here, and I wanted to see you, so that's great. But that's not a great way to set a precedence for a killer training session. Like, what am I going to want to give to you knowing that you're not there? So now I'm trying even harder to make you positive. It's like when I have an online check-in, and people beat themselves up over the smallest things that I've repeatedly told them, like, girl, you're doing so much better. And they're always telling me, like, oh, my gut is so huge. My gut is so huge. Why can't I lose my belly fat? Like, I'm so disgusting. I'm so pissed at myself. I binged again. I just didn't meal prep again. I was a hot mess again. I didn't make time for my workouts. Well, I'm going to support you and rally for you as much as I can until you Honestly, it gets to the point where it's annoying because you're like, I've given you all the tools and there are so many people that wish that they just had the opportunity to have a coach and a trainer or a gym membership or have all working limbs or being completely mobile or have the health to be able to go do a workout or the money to buy healthy food that It gets to a point where I have no energy left to give you because you are so ungrateful for the fact that you have all the capabilities to make a difference in your own life and there are people out there that do not have that luxury. So don't be an energy vampire. Really focus on uh, 
that this is a choice for you, that making a lifestyle a healthy one is a choice and you get to choose that every day. You have the luxury to choose that every day. Getting to train with a trainer is a huge luxury. That is something to be so grateful for. I understand that the service I provide is a luxury for people because not everybody can afford one. So that's why it's really important for me to supply free tips and knowledge like this podcast or my blog or post on my Instagram because I know that it's a luxury. So when somebody is constantly in their check-ins either online or in person being so negative about the process or themselves and just beating themselves down and verbally tearing themselves apart about the way they look or the weight that they saw on the scale, it's very exhausting because we want the best for you. And when week after week after week, you're not heeding our advice and you're basically not embracing the process and kind of taking it out on us, well, it feels pretty shitty, especially when we have so many people that are busting their ass and aren't able to do it. And we know all their backstories. I know that for every client that complains that they're too busy, that somebody else that's my client who is even busier than I know for a fact is busting their fucking ass and getting results. Or if they're not getting stuff done, they're still saying things like, you know what, I didn't get any of my workouts in this week, but I really practiced my self-care and took care of my mental health, and I'm very proud of that. And my goal for next week is to get in one workout. That's totally different. That is phenomenal. A coach loves to hear that. But if it is a direct result of the effort you're putting in and you're complaining about it, mm mm-mm don't want to hear it. That's just exhausting. So don't be an energy vampire. And moving on to my last tip, tip number five is bring food and wine. Okay, I'm kidding. But I get so much food and wine from my clients and it's so great. Um, That's not my real tip, but kind of, is be a good teammate. Be giving as much as you want to receive back and be putting in as much effort as your coach is putting into you as well. Not just for them, but for yourself. You've invested in this person to help you reach your goal. So do your due diligence and do what you've set out to do. You're going to falter and there's going to be not great weeks and there's going to be killer weeks where you go above and beyond. But to be a good teammate means that you're doing your part and you're helping out. And if your coach is giving you all the tools that you've paid them for and that you have asked of them or maybe they do even more or maybe they're even closer than just a client and coach relationship maybe you're very good friends will reciprocate that I know that I personally I always say that like I don't really have that many friends I just trick my clients into being friends with me and it's so true like they know everything about my life because I'm an oversharer but I know everything about their lives too and I think we just have this transparency where it makes it to where they enjoy coming more or they enjoy sending me emails and updates more because I don't try to act like I'm a perfect human as far as fitness and nutrition goes so they can trust to tell me the truth about their weeks and so we've built this great bond and 
the reality of it is every single one of my clients, like I want them to succeed. And when they know that I want them to succeed and I'm being a really good teammate and I legitimately care when they tell me about their accomplishments because I am a firm believer that all accomplishments should be celebrated, uh, then they are going to want to make more accomplishments. They're going to want to do their part for the team. Like we're fucking bros. We've got this together. And so as a client, be that good teammate. Tell your coach when you feel bombed because of something that they helped you with. And I guarantee that the feedback they give you, they're going to want to help you even more. And it's just going to be this big, awesome cycle of positivity where you guys are just like cyclically going around being like, give me more rat shit to do. And your coach is like, fuck yeah, girl, I got you. And then you're just like high-fiving virtually all the time. And it's this brilliant, beautiful relationship where like now you're friends and she's like going to her wedding and... My wedding was like 50% clients, so (laughs) it was great. Um, But that all comes back to understanding the basics. Like, know your boundaries with your coach. Like, when you chose your coach, you knew kind of what their communication style was, what they expect of you. But do understand that your coach still is, you're hiring them, so there's something expected from them to give to you. And also... Like I mentioned in my last one, they don't work 24 hours a day. So do respect that. So I'm sure like I don't mind when my clients text me about an accomplishment at like 930 at night. Um, But if they send me a check in late at like 930 in the evening and they're like, did you get my check in? I'm like, you you know that I don't answer my emails at night that late, girlfriend, so you're going to have to wait till the morning. But that's pretty understandable. And I discuss that with everybody. So know kind of what your working relationship is, really build open communication with them. And all these tips that I gave you kind of play into being a good teammate tip. Uh, And beyond that, just basics. Like if it's an in-person client, like know their rules about rescheduling, know their rules about refunding, know um, what their schedule's like, and don't be too upset if your ideal time isn't available with a person who's been training clients for like 10 years like I kind of giggle to myself when new clients are like do you have 5 30 on Monday and Wednesday and I'm like um I literally wish I did but that spot has been filled since before I was even a trainer so (laughs) it's just be respectful of that and know that it's probably going to take some flexibility on both your parts to make this whole thing work so those are my five tips you guys it's pick the right coach be sure that you know what you're getting yourself into communicate be clear about what you want and need what's working what's not working and when you need help that's what they're there for we are here to help you we are your resource trust the process don't mess with your variables don't give up too early especially if you haven't asked for more help and understand that certain things take time and the amount of time may not always be ideal but if you continue to do all the right things towards your goal you will get there Don't be an energy vampire. Be positive. This person has your back and they want you to succeed and you're going to have shitty days and they're going to help build you up. But if every day is a shitty day, then at this point, you are your greatest asset, but you're also your greatest enemy. So it's up to you to pull your head out. So don't be an energy vampire. Uh, And the last one is be a good teammate, which I mean, technically I said bring food and wine, which fucking works too. I'll take it. Uh, But Give them what they're giving you and they'll give you what you're giving them and it's going to be a cycle of success. Being a coach, a life coach, a personal trainer, a health coach, a nutrition coach, 
I can tell you my job is fucking rad. Like, I don't want to do anything else with my life besides do this on a huge platform and in a way that I can help even more people. And I feel so grateful every day that I get to come to work and love what I do and people put the trust of their health in me and believe in my knowledge and me and really support my life and my happiness too. And that's just all from having really great clients and building really great teammates with them. So we get into this business hopefully because we want to be teachers. We want to uh, spread positivity and knowledge and growth and progress. So do yourself a favor and do all the things you can to really embrace that and know that your coach and because you chose a good coach really wants that for you too. So I hope this was helpful and kind of gave you some insight to uh, not only how to get the most out of your training, but kind of see it from a coach's perspective too, and how you can help yourself and them to build this phenomenal bond and relationship to see the most success. Uh, If you liked this podcast, I hope you screenshot it and post it on your social media so that other people can get these tips and tricks. And you can follow my Instagram, it's echo.appleby, where I post all of my motivation and lots of meals on my Instagram stories uh, to help give you guys ideas for that. All of my blogs and podcasts can be found bossdigest.com, that's my website. And continue to subscribe and listen and get all this free content. And in the meantime, take care of yourself, be kind to people, and I will see you next time.